So for many of us here, it's the, it's the gate we've been coming out of the three-month winter retreat into a different mode. Uh, whereas once in the three-month retreat, there's, um, the duties are minimal, but also the interaction is minimal. Um, particularly in this uh, COVID situation, which we're also coming out of, there's been very few visitors, not much interaction, not much sense of, you know, people there that I'm responding to with their energies and their interests and their happiness and their confusion, you know. So it's coming out of quite a uh, particular mode, you know. It's much more highly interactive, or even it's not interactive, but inter, inter-reactive, you know inter-responsive yeah. responsive and uh, finding the suitable responses or free us from worldly ways and from obstructing influences impatience uh, dismissiveness domineering fearfulness jealousy getting overwhelmed, flooded, uh, rushing around, getting excited, feeling feeling upset that people and things are happening and want to be quiet and left alone. Mm. Um, These kind of things that that can rise up, rather disappointing. But in a way, this this is the kind of stuff that get flushed out in the interactive domain, it's why it's such an important um, domain to to cover uh, with one's mindfulness and full awareness. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, you, know, you really want to bring this stuff to light. We have these tendencies and these situations kind of bring them up. And that's the way you gain wisdom and understanding and you can clear. Uh, so then in one in even in living in the world, interactive domain, one is not acting in worldly ways. Mm. Worldly ways that cause conflict. What are the worldly ways? Self and other. Mm. Very strong uh, strong boundaries. Mm fencing even and uh, non-reciprocity non-mutuality non-sharing domineering uh, people feeling oppressed and this you can see this happening in the world in general it's a story the political story isn't it economic story is of this huge disparity between the haves and the have-nots the powered those who have power and those who don't and the terrible, horrible things can occur through that disparity, that non-mutuality, that lack of, uh, of sympathy and fellowship, fellow, you know, fellow feeling. This is definitely, obviously, a worldly way that causes immense problems. So we're uh, noticing the seeds of that. It's not as if that's something that 
only other people do. It's something that's innate in us, a latent tendency. Yeah. And careful, wait, watching for that, that tendency, so then we can clear them out. Mm. And really, this is the main theme of our practice: is to clean out obstructive tendencies. So there's a freedom in the heart. And then whenever one goes, as it says in the Mangala Sutta, when you clear out the worldly ways wherever you go, you live in unrestricted ways, peaceful, free, calm, happy. This is the highest opportunity. We're not carving out personal territory with fencing around it. And we can judge others. This is a worldly way, isn't it? So in the, you know, we look at these tools which we're touching into very briefly the other day, yesterday in fact, in our Q&A, Sati Sampajanya, mindfulness and <laughs> some of its translators, what well, it means something like uh, Pajanati is direct knowing, Sampajanati full direct knowing, clear comprehension, fully sensitive, alert, attuned, fathoming, sensing, getting it, what's happening. It's a wisdom faculty. Whereas mindfulness is the capacity to bear something in mind and stay on topic and sustain it. Then that means you've got a, a stable focus within which you begin to comprehend fully directly, how is this, how is that, what's happening here, what's happening there, and what is, what is getting created in this situation. And of course you can cultivate that in solitude, when you're dealing with your memories and joys and sorrows and physical pains and so on. But the aim in the interactive domain is you extend that focus over the entire <laughs> what you're aware of right? which could be yourself and three other people could be you in a hall could be you and somebody in the kitchen mm. wherever you just extend it to the interactive situation whether you're acting in it or not you're aware of others mm. and you're aware of being in something which is the fundamental state we call consciousness. We're in something. Now we're in this. You know, within that, what happens? You know, widen your awareness. What happens with it? Even visually. Oh, there's so-and-so. Oh, what's he doing? What's up there? What do they think about me? Am I all right? You know, little agitations occur. We like, interested, or or you could also at another level you could kind of open the situation up. You know, what time is it? How long is this going to go on for? Do I like it? Do I not like it? Just yeah, and those can arise, can't they? In the interactive domain, and then begin to, then these become uh, things you have to be clear about. To not let them take hold. They take hold and you start to favour and oppose. 
Yeah. You start to want to push that forward and, and get on with that and not have that happen. And uh, be with that one, but forget about them. Mm. Or get rid of all of them. <laughs> or ignore them. Yeah. Or you three of you in the kitchen, well, you're going to have it your way and the other two better follow. Or I'm supposed to do everything that she wants and I'll just be passive. Yeah. And just numbly get on with my task without any real enthusiasm. So these are ways in which these defilements take over. Self and other, favouring and opposing. Zoning out, can't be bothered, just space out. Getting lost in details. Yeah. Arguing and arguing and contending. And we're going to clear these. These tendencies. So you hold your focus. The focus is we are here together. Yeah. In this, there's three of us, two of us, seven of us, fifteen of us, a hundred of us. Mm. Okay, that's that. And if you're that kind of overwhelmed, feel you've got to do something. If you want to get away, yeah. Uh, if you want to space out, how long is this going to last? Or oh, this is really great. Let's get on. Let's can you know, let make. Let's really get into this. Build it up. Make it into something. Make it go the way I want it to go. Have a fixed plan. Uh, and all these are things you feel. All this sooner or later, suffering is going to follow. <laughs> You know, even when you set up some event, you've got this idea, this is going to happen at 8 o'clock and they'll come in at 10.30 and then, uh, no, they don't come in at 10.30. Where is everybody? You know, this idea is going to be this way and it didn't quite work. So we always hold our plans lightly. Whereas the worldly way is, you know, this is this supposed to happen this way, anyway, it doesn't it, it's going to get punished. Deadlines. Rigid. Rigid schedules, rigid timing, rigid deadlines, yeah. and getting snappy and nasty to people. <laughs> Ordering people around. And you know, this is the way of the world, isn't it? And any gatherings. There's noticing, whenever I've been to uh, the Wat Ba Pong, they have the annual big gathering and maybe, you know, 15, 20,000 people turn up in this monastery. Mm. Right. That, right. Did you hear that? <laughs> and they camp out. And so, and like, there are no ushers. Nobody's saying go here, go. It's just people just find a place and camp out. And then, like, sometimes they're, you know, 20 centimetres from the next tent, the next little sheet, whatever it is. People just find their way. There's no ushers, there's no ropes, there's no signs, there's no police, there's nobody blowing whistles. It's just people just get in there and they feel that in the end they 
widen over the whole situation. We're in a monastery, behave nicely, cooperate, they just get on and do it. And, you know, and it's really quite phenomenal. You wonder who, who's organising it? Everybody's organising it. <laughs> based on friendliness and cooperation and give and take and help each other out and oh, oh okay you know just excuse me that's all right sorry about that you know rather than getting tetchy about it all and that's really such a compliment to sati sampajanya you know see a really enormous uh, need to have that background quality of friendliness right behind all of it knowing that we can be very you know nervy uh, agitated nerve endings just welcoming welcoming doesn't mean you know we can have a lot of interesting things just welcome each other to be present find your place let's get on not let the defilements arise if they do notice them and relax them Mm -hmm. clear comprehension full awareness saying these are the four uh, ways in which this is cultivated Uh, uh, this is just a kind of commentarial gloss but it's quite helpful in terms of first ways terms of purpose what is the purpose of what we're doing worldly way is the purpose of what we're doing is to get it done we're in the kitchen to get the meal done we're in the building site to get the work done by five o'clock the unworldly way we're here to clear defilements (laughs) that's the purpose of being in the kitchen (laughs) of being on the building site of being in the assembly hall the purpose is to discharge unskillful states and to develop skillful states. That's the main purpose. And you trust that, things will sort of shake themselves into place somewhere or another. It may not be the most fantastic building or the fan- most fantastic meal, but we'll be comfortable and happy and friendly with each other. And unwholesome states will not have overwhelmed my mind. That's what we call a success. <laughs> that was the aim. That was the purpose of all of it. <laughs> you know, in the monasteries, the luxury is this is like a sand tray. You know, you're just playing within this, moving these things around. This is the chores. The chore is not about getting the chore done. The chore is about operating cooperatively with attention to what we're doing, you know, humility, and okay, he's asked me to do this, I will try my best. It's not particularly what I want to do, but okay, you know, I'll let go of that, I'll do it. Cooperatively. Worldly ways, I do what I like doing, what I'm good at doing, what I feel enthusiastic about doing, my way. You know, I like putting flowers on the shrine. I like making a nice tea tray for the senior monk. Mm. It gives me a nice thrill, devotion. Mm. So you get 15 trays. <laughs> Everybody wants to make a tray. 
And you get these tray wars going on, people in the kitchen fighting over who gets to make the offering <laughs> to, to, to senior monk. No, no. The aim is to just, you know, I'll sweep up, I'll do the dishes, I'll, you know, I'll whatever, you know. And then it's, they're not making big personal issues out of what we're doing. That's the purpose. Mm. We're doing things to make a personal claim. Uh, It's the best. I'm the best at this. Mm. I'm better than she is at that. We don't want that. That's going to give rise to conflict and unwholesome mental states, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't have to be the best. Because the aim is not, it's a different aim. The aim is to relax the judging mind. Allow people to come forth, clearly help, support. We had a very a monk who was a very very good carpenter here years ago. Sometimes you get people coming with these gifts. He was a very good carpenter. He loved fashioning wood, but he's also someone who would be really patient at guiding people who didn't know how to do it. You know, often you get people who are really good at craft. And they just get impatient with these bungling idiots who don't know one end of a chisel from another. You know, oh, get out of here, stop it. Well, he was a, no, look, yeah, you can do it. Look, hold the wood like this. Just, you know, careful. No, you're going to hurt yourself. Put it there. You see this now? If you get it that angle, then patiently explain something he could do. It'd take him ten times longer than if he did it himself. <laughs> but he loved to bring people in. And that was very rather than just, uh, you know, be an expert doing his own thing. That was very skillful. That's, uh, that's part of our purpose, is that. Mm-hmm. Suitability is another theme for clear comprehension, direct awareness. This is... And what I'm focusing on, am I looking at the, uh, is it suitable for my attention? Does it bring up craving, lust, jealousy, fear, anger, irritation? Do I get obsessive in my tasks? This is just, look at it another way. Look at it another way. Step back a little bit. You see, you know, whatever you do is just going to be passing, changing, shifting. Get less fascinated by it. Very important too, when you're cultivating this broad kind of awareness, and the beauty of it is it's just you're not living, your attention is not riveted 
on an object, either your own your own personhood or somebody else, their physique or their manners or their speech. You're not kind of run up close to it. You're just stepping back, noticing. Are skillful states arising? Unskillful states arising. So you're just inching back. Am I getting engrossed? Am I shutting down? And just finding that balance where sight, sounds, perceptions can arise and you're not tangling them and you're not avoiding them. You're just letting them move through. And this is a very different from the worldly way. Worldly way you tend to either get right onto something or ignore it. And this is really helpful, I think, particularly when you have meetings where you can have you know, somebody's giving a whole detailed exposition on, I don't know, we do a lot of COVID protocols. It's been one of our main uh, themes. And you can see you know, this might go on for 20 minutes, half an hour or so. Lateral flow test, mask policy, this is vaccine, Omicron, Delta variant, vaccination, this kind of guess, and you think, oh God, I'm getting fried. I can't handle this detail. And just, just step back. Step back. Don't try to get every detail. Just be a, be aware of the listening as you hear. That you that seems strange. You just be aware of your body as you're listening. So you just, you're not not listening. You're not, but you don't. And you realize you don't have to get every word, just get the general themes. Uh, and so you stay, you got like this, uh, and some meetings there's a lot of detail going on that is not relevant. And then I have this thing like, it's like, the image is like the cat, the cat who's lying down, looks like it's asleep, it's got one ear cocked, one ear's cocked, you know, in case anything's happening. When you get to long business meetings, it's like that. You know, you sit there like the cat curled up on his chair with one ear cocked. And they're going on about auditing accounts and finance policy. And you're going, mm-hmm. and then so-and-so, the legal advisors, advisors, is and, going, mm-hmm. and then we're they're auditing the accounts and we expect a deficit. You know, you just kind of listen to these sounds going through. And occasionally somebody says, and then the monks, you know, oh, monks, right, you know, two ears come up. <laughs> Or actually, said you don't you? Two ears come up, you know. And then, okay, what's going on? And then down, one, then one ear goes down. They go into the the, uh, the spreadsheets come out and the kind of policies come out. But you don't, you know, I just can't manage it. Uh, I can, but I can listen and feel a sense of wonderful to have people doing this stuff. Really great. It's not actually my thing. But I really support it. I want to be here for that. If they ask me something, I'll put up the other ear. But for now, I think it's best that I just <laughs> practice loving kindness towards the people who are doing all this work. <laughs> That's my contribution. Because yeah. it's not suitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some things, you know, you, you or the things that you find exciting or, or desirable, you look at look at the unattractive aspects. Oh, yeah. Things you find yourself getting impatient about, remember this will change. 
Things you find yourself getting urgent and panicky about, this too will change. This is going to pass. These these reminders. So your your attention is held, suitably held, suitably held. Not fixated, not agitated, just suitably held. What occurs then is a sense of calm arises, which is your contribution to the to the set to the situation. Calm, open, stable, and people appreciate it. The basis is the domain itself, an interactive domain which I've been talking about. It's got generally self and other in it. Could be one other, could be twenty others. Yeah, and this is where you you know you can then you hear your own little chirping. Oh, what's he doing? What's that going on about? What's she come here? Oh, who's that? That chirping. That's the self bit, and there's people doing their thing. You know. <laughs> And you cover both of it. Uh huh. There's the me bit. There's the other people bit. You know, the, then there's this kind of refrain that's, that occurs often in this particular uh, this uh, exposition in feeling based upon internal or external. Yeah. And I don't think it means you feel what other people are feeling. It means you, your feelings, the feelings that arise dependent upon what you take to be outside yourself. Right? Call it external feeling. It doesn't mean you actually feel what other people are feeling. But the presence of other people is stimulating certain degrees of mental states or pleasant or unpleasant feeling. Of course, it's all happening in your own awareness. Yeah, but the... <laughs> yeah. It's emphasised, external, internal, and both together. Now, strangely enough, it's not always the case that people know that. They tend to think their impressions of other people are actually what other people are. And this is very normal, and it can, in some states, in some situations, when the people are psychologically damaged, they really believe their impressions of other people and fantasize, you know, uh, or have dread, fear, fantasy, paranoia. Everybody's thinking this about me. You sure? And then the voices in my head, other people invading my, my mind, invading my body. I've had that experience, you know, not personally, but other people saying, you, you know, Adrian Sajido's invading my body. I think, really? Uh, I didn't know I could do that, you know. Uh, <laughs> talking to me, getting inside my mind and talking to me. And it's news to me. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, this, this, this self and other boundary is not that clear. And 
Although, you know, in the Buddha Dharma, we, we talk about anatta, not self. What it means is not the self-interest. It means, yes, there's an awareness of, yeah, this is kind of in the, in the subjective domain, and that's in the objective domain. But I can also extend that boundary to be sympathetic to those outside myself or wherever. Wherever defilement occurs, yeah, rather than saying, well, that's her, say, no, this is my impatience. Or that's him. No, this is my fear. Or this is my craving. So we own it rather than think that's really a story about somebody else. Certainly in this interactive domain, this is so important to hear yourself and your your experience of other people. She's so slow. She's so slow. He's so fast. And then your mind going, why don't he slow down? Why doesn't she quicken up? Just, uh huh. I hear that. I hear that little voice of me, and hear that impression of others, the other person, and just let's not fight with any of it. What is needed here? I'm not going to fight with my opinions as they are, or fight with my impressions of other people. Just extend a sense of this is known. I'm aware of this, not following that. Clear the defilement in that. Clear the agitation, breathing out. And sometimes just being aware and not following these voices, these opinions, these perceptions, they they fade out. You know, I have have one of those kind of, what I call a yeah but mind. Somebody says something and I think, yeah but, well I think we should do this, I think we should do this and I think, yeah but. (laughs) Uh, I actually listen to this, yeah but, (laughs) thing going on. (laughs) I've got another opinion. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And eventually, yeah, but other opinion. Uh Uh Is it necessary? Is it helpful? If it's helpful, is it necessary? (laughs) Is it the time and place? Uh, Otherwise, just let things be the way they unfold. It doesn't have to follow the way I see it. Things will unfold in some way or another, and it will be good enough. <laughs> and then I don't have to have this kind of inner stirring with it all. Yeah. And then you're aware of the domain. The domain is now quite peaceful, quite untroubled, yeah. quite easy. Because there isn't this inner stirring and prickling and rankling within it, agitation within it. And okay, let's just do this easy. And the other base that we are 
mention is this place called um, Asamoha uh, Sampajanya, which means the, the non-delusion. Mm. Which means recognizing whatever arises within that field is fluid. There are no fixed people. There are no fixed scenarios. There's no thing, oh, it's going to be like this. Maybe so. There's no, it was never going to be like this. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. She's always like this. Wouldn't say that. He's never that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't follow that. I've got to do this. No, I wouldn't actually hold on to that. I don't. I don't have to do this. I wouldn't hold on to that either. <laughs> it's my responsibility. No, I wouldn't, wouldn't make too much out of that. It's not my responsibility. I wouldn't really say that either. You know, something. This is always trying to nail things down into little boxes, <laughs> definite boxes about the future, the past, the present, self, and other. It's just, just wouldn't create a box around that. Do you need it? Do you need it? Yeah. World, the world does need it. The world has all kinds of people in boxes. Is it possible that we could just be aware, attentive, uh, with faith, with goodwill, and Make the most important thing, don't fixate. Don't create fixed positions, fixed people, fixed scenarios. Don't predict the future in any way at all. Don't decide how long things are going to take. You're going to create suffering. Things are fluid. That's how they actually are. Isn't it? Isn't it? When you don't know what thought you're going to have in 10 seconds time, right? When even I don't know what I'm going to say in 10 seconds time. (laughs) And yet, you know, we we kind of have situations like there's going to be a pa-pa, maybe. Maybe there's going to be a pa-pa, maybe. There's an intention that might crystallize. So we have a virtual papa that might occur on a certain day. And a certain number of people might come, but we don't know quite how many. And they'll probably bring some food, but we don't know, probably be enough, but maybe. And it might rain, but of course it might not rain. So we could have it outside, or we could have it inside, or put the table there, but then maybe not. And then we maybe we'll have the cars there, but we might have a car park attendant, and, but maybe not. Right, how do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, and then, you know, you start to say, this is going to be quite the programme. This is what happened at 10.30, and this is kind of 3 o'clock, and this is on the tea break a bit too. <laughs> People want these, want these lists of things, you know, the times that inked in. <laughs> Well, we'll see, you know, we're just, 
I'll see you. I'll see you. You know? I was staying at Ajahn Janti's monastery in um, Wat Ampawan in in, uh, in Thailand. Uh, and they were had the, the, the meal time and after the meal he says oh, oh tomorrow there's going to be a few hundred people turning up to they're going to have some kind of um, ceremony festival so uh, very just people just help out today and do whatever you can that was the instruction <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'll go around and start getting some tools out and looking around and really just start moving around doing things and sorting things out and then the next day people come they don't expect anything they help out and it shuffles together think, wow that's what we call a success a total success you know everybody had to be awake alert cooperative there's nobody no leaders and no led everybody's a cooperative everybody's a leader everybody's participating nobody's obliged nobody's taking on one they can and as mistakes being made, people just laugh it off. That's what we call a successful Buddhist occasion. <laughs> yeah, and you think, and such joy that can come out of that, out of out of that, such joy, and such humanity. You know, you really feel how wonderful it is to be with other people rather than what a nuisance to have to try and organise everybody into being something or the other. Uh, I find that uh, just such a tribute to the Satisampajanya. True purpose, get the real purpose. Get the domain, self and other, suitable. Focus on what's appropriate to focus on. Don't focus in the wrong way, don't focus on inappropriate topics. Now is not the time to have this conversation about this. Now is the time to focus on that. Now is the time to get the bowls washed. It's not the time to exchange pleasantries about this, that, and the other. Just, just, just you know, suitable at this time. Flex it. Another time will be another thing be suitable. Yeah. And on delusion, everything is fluid. Nothing is fixed. We can make it with awareness. And that enhances our awareness, enhances our wisdom, enhances our joy. Hmm. Hey, one.